Welcome to another episode of Hacks and Hobbies. In this Mindfulness Meditation Monday, I just want to go over some of the things that have been going on this past week. I've got a new commute, and I was just talking about this the other day. I was like, you know, I haven't been able to do these because I don't have a commute. But now I do. It's an hour each way, driving into D.C. One thing additional that I've added to my commute is giving rides to people who need to go to D.C. or need to go places around in D.C. And that's just so I can cover the cost of parking in D.C. Now, we'll see at the end of the month if I broke even with the parking and with the uh, money that I made off of Lyft and see if those additional hours are paying off. Again, it's an experiment and as is with, with all experiments, you've got to try it out for a number of days before you can analyze and test the results and see if it makes sense. So. This is my test. So past couple of days, so the first two days, I, the first day, actually, I only gave Lyft rides after I was done with work, which was like 5.30. And then the second day, I was like, you know what? If I can leave the office early enough, if I can leave home early enough, say 7.30, 7 a.m., I can pick up a few rides on the way to the office. Well, yesterday was kind of a bust. Um, although I did give a ride to one person, I picked him up from his home and I dropped him off to his work. <coughs> but there were at least three failed pickups. And it's all due to me being on the wrong side of the road or being on the wrong track altogether um, I was close to the Washington I was on the Washington Memorial Highway and I got the first request somebody in Virginia wanted to be picked up and then immediately immediately I got a few uh, text messages saying hey come around the other side and I, I didn't get it at the time and I was driving so I didn't look at the text but later on, when I did exit, and I looked over on the text, the passenger had mentioned, oh, there's construction, this road is blocked, but if you come around the other side, you can probably, you know, get me. So I was like, all right, sounds good. So let me jump back on the Washington Memorial Highway, and I can drive down and um, exit, and the next exit. But apparently... Because we are going on a mountainous ride, there was no other way. I mean, that was my last hope. So if I wanted to, I should have gone straight down Dolly Madison and made some U-turns around there to pick up my passenger. Anyways, I was stuck in the Memorial Highway Parkway. And I got, I was like, dude, it's going to take me 37 minutes to come to you. So the guest... The passenger was like, all right, I will go ahead and cancel. 
And then when I got close to DC or Arlington area, there was a few ride requests from me. And I was like, all right, I'm going to jump off this highway and see if I can help these people out. But I was in the wrong exit. And this exit was right on top, taking you to the bridge to DC. I was like, well, this is not going to work. So let me just keep trying. And I was just stuck in traffic and they basically canceled. There was like two cancellations. I'm like, well, I'm sorry. <clears throat> Can't get in there in time. So that was that. Um, so that was yesterday morning. I was like, well, this was a bust. Maybe I won't do rides in the morning because I do need to get to the office at a certain time. I don't want to be late. And let's just do it at evening. And evening was um, pretty light traffic yesterday, actually. And I did get to um, do three rides after work. So a total of four rides yesterday. Now, I'm also trying to meet a goal to make a certain amount of money by the end of the week. So that way it pays for gas and it pays for the parking that I have to do at in the DC area. Now, the daily parking rates are in, in insane. It's $20 per day. But if I were to get a monthly pass, that $20 per day actually becomes somewhere around $10 a day. Now, if I divide the 300 by 30, that's $10 a day. And that's if I'm going there every single day. But since we have the weekends, I won't be going the weekends. So that's like 22 days. So I haven't calculated what that comes up to be. But it's for sure going to be cheaper than $20 a day. And I was calculating, okay, $20 times 20 days or 22 days. That's like $440. So... Overall, I'm still coming on, coming out on top or almost even. Anyways, that's just a little update on what's been going on this past week. A um, few more days to see um, where that number hangs out at. Now, Lyft also has some bonuses. So if you are driving at a certain time, there's higher payouts. And if you complete a certain number of rides you get a higher payout so they just have a little bit of incentives here and there every little bit adds up right so that's what's been happening on that front the work front the next thing that i've been working on is this um, awesome guide on how to bulk create content for your podcast now this is specifically social media content based off of your own podcast now you can always grab content from other places create your own excel file and use that as a source to create this bulk content the only thing that i've uh, seen so far is that or i can say is that it is uh, limited to a Macintosh so you've got to you've got to have access to an Apple Mac uh, have access to sketch and have access to 
uh, some of the tool, some of the tools that I'm using. Uh, so the only tool that's that's Mac based is Sketch. And the cool part about Sketch and working along with the Craft plugin is that data importer. Now this data importer enables you to import any sort of uh, JSON file, which is JavaScript object notation file or, or content, and you, it can parse through it, and you can assign certain fields to certain uh, certain fields to the rows or the text label that you you will be creating in your document or in your um, your template. So. In Sketch or in your design application, so I still have to test that if it works in Photoshop. And for from my little bit of digging around, Craft plugin does not enable custom JSONs to be pulled off for the stuff that we're trying to do. <clears throat> so I've got to figure out uh, another way because um, I want people to be able to create this type of content on any platform that they're on. Now, it is possible to bring in data from web sources and um, again, there's, there's a little bit more research needed to be done. So right now it's very focused for the type of users that have Windows, oh, sorry, Macintoshes. Anyhow, so that's what's up. Um, the document, I've gone through the first draft. It's got pretty images and, and instructions, and they do um, look pretty good. I had a couple of designers take a look at it, and they gave me some critique, uh, which I can apply into my next draft and make sure that it's a complete is that it's as complete as possible without somebody having to uh, go look at the videos so the entire idea came for me creating a video on how i'm creating this massive amount of content um just from this excel sheet this csv file or this json file and you can create a ton of content and off of your own episodes, off of your own audio files. Well, essentially, you take the, uh, you transcribe the audio file. So, anyways, let me let me go back to it. So, I started creating this video. I'm like, okay, and I had gone through the process. So, I created created a video. I'm like, all right, this looks pretty good. And I started thinking, you know, I need a little refined method. So, let me create a little outline for myself. And so, so then, the f f so first I created the flow, then I created the outline, then I created these graphics, and I'm like, okay, let's refine it even more. So it's now in the document form, and then I can use these document form to create the video, so that way each page relates to a specific video, or each step relates to a specific video. And if you don't understand, you can always go watch the video. I'm like, oh, okay, that's what's happening, and then come back and do the task that you're doing. Now, I love creating tutorial videos because I can walk through people exactly what they need to do to get to that next level, to get to that next step.
so it's been it's been pretty pretty um pretty exciting so far so that's where the idea came from and i was like this is perfect this is what pat flynn and this is what um i just keep thinking about pat flynn jonathan stark there's there's so many people uh, on the internet marketing this is what an email magnet is like so what are email magnets there's a few different things that you can use to build your email list and that's what i'm trying to do because i really want to bring value i really want to help people who are in the same stage as that i am right <clears throat> because i've learned over the past few months i've learned a lot of things and i'm applying them and creating processes around it and um that's what i you know that's it's made my life easier how can i make other people's life easier right because um if you can save time by spending a little bit of money and be scalable well guess what you got time back and you're scaling and you're getting more people in to listen to your story to listen to your comment to listen to to watch your content and um get involved with you so that's the next the second thing that i've been working on now going back to the commute since i have been commuting i've got the time back i've got the time dedicated to recording these episodes i've also got the time to consume other people's content one of my favorite uh podcasts um that i've been listening to and it's it's very applicable to all of us in this stage of our life in this stage of our business where we're starting up we're you know trying to niche down so i've been listening to the business of authority because when you create your own personal brand when you create your own business when you create your own um products you're essentially first of all setting a precedence of authority what is the authority you know why would anybody listen to you it's because you have authority over this subject matter it's because you've been doing this for so long that you can read the alphabet backwards right so that's where the authority comes from so how to build authority well there's several different ways you dig in and start sharing what you have in your head with the world by writing a book by creating a podcast by writing blog posts by creating videos again it all comes back to content creating content that teaches people what's up and what you're about because again at the end of the end of the day we could be spending all day and all night and watching Netflix and YouTube and what not what have you but what's really valuable is you understanding what is your value and how can you bring this value over to your audience or who is your audience again a lot of, a lot of time people are like oh i don't know who my audience is 
I don't care. It's everybody. I'm like, what about these people? No, I don't know. Right? So you've got to define who your audience is. And somebody asked me, you know, who is my audience? Or who's your target person that you're trying to, you know, get this information out to? And I was like, you know what? The entire reason I am doing this is so I can learn from my own mistakes. I can learn from my experimenting of things. And the entire reason I'm bringing the guest is so I can learn from them, learn what they did in their process. So essentially, I am my own audience. So that makes it very easy for me to say, hey, who am I serving? I'm serving myself. I'm creating this because I want to solve my own problem. This is the problem that I'm having and this is the problem that I'm trying to solve. And because I'm being very specific on who this person is that I'm trying to help, it makes it very easy to create the content for. Another idea that um, my good friend Barry from the book Authority Funny thing, right? Authority. So the book called Authority talks about writing books so you can build your own authority. So he says that another way for writing or creating tutorials is to pick one person, just one person, and teach them how stuff is done. And when you pick this one person, it's almost like you're creating a persona Right, you create a persona. So in the u in the user experience world, we figure out who the persona is, figure out what the problems this person is going to be facing as they're using you. So you create the persona, you figure out their likes, their dislikes, what type of work ethic they have. Now this is a person. So now when you're creating your application, when you're creating a story, your focusing on this one person so this flow so you start with a flow of like okay um and the simplest flow is you know you get out of bed you go to the bathroom you brush your teeth you wash your face and you get out so this this is a very simple flow and you can call it the morning routine right this is or the wake up routine you you can categorize it however you like it so as you create these routines, as you create these flows, you kind of start understanding, okay, this is the type of person that I'm dealing with. How can I make this better for him, for her? So that's that's essentially what I did for myself. I'm like, hey, I'm the user. I'm the person that I'm trying to help. How can I create this flow so I'm helping myself so I'm helping um, solve my own problem. And what was my problem? Well, I wanted to automate um, creating a ton of content for my Instagram, for my LinkedIn. And I figured, well, the people that I've talked to, over 100 people, they have a ton of good stuff to share. There's a lot of motivational stuff. There's a lot of inspirational stuff. So let's grab this content. Let's grab these quotes. Put them in an Excel file. And then now I can create a ton of content based on this Excel file. And 
share it with the world. So when people see it, I'm like, oh, wow, that's pretty neat. I want to hear more of what this guy's talking about. And then hopefully they'll then go and listen to the podcast episode. Again, it is all an experiment. I haven't started it yet. I don't know why it's taking me so long. I've gone in a totally different path now. Uh, but I'm going to come back to it because I do need to create the videos. I do need to then create the post. I need to do all of this stuff. So when I start um, recording the videos, I'll be walking through the exact process that I'll be doing on a daily basis. Now, can RPA help in this area? Absolutely. Uh, robotic process automation, which is RPA, can absolutely help. Again, um, I have very little experience with it. I know I've done a little bit of it in the past for testing websites and, and applications. And I know there's a lot more tools available now. So can RPA do this for me? Absolutely. I've just got to first get one thing buttoned up. Then phase two would be to use RPA to tell my computer, hey, here's a file. This is what you got to do. Here's a step-by-step step what you need to do. Go. And then it goes and creates this batch process. It's the same thing that batch processing has been around in Photoshop and other applications where you can grab 100 images, resize them to, you know, 100 pixel um, max side. And voila, you have 100 images resized into a low, you know, in, into a more manageable file size that you can then upload to your website. And a lot of these tools are now um, built into um, websites or WordPress specifically. Um, you can upload media and it'll resize the media and create multiple sizes for you. So then you can choose, oh, I want to choose the medium size, oh, I want to choose the large size, etc., etc. Anyway, so. Those are some of the workings that's been going on in my head, and I just wanted to share that, um, some of the things that I'm working on, and it's it's been pretty exciting. So, going back to the business of authority, when you're creating content um, to share your message, when you're creating a speech to share your message, when you're creating a webinar, there's so many different ways that you can share your message. There's, it's It's absolutely amazing. Another way that you can share a message is by is by being a speaker, is by creating your three-minute talk. And this three-minute talk can be at the beginning of uh, a podcast. It could be at the beginning of your speech as you give it out or, or in front of the webinar. Basically, it just sets in the mood who they're talking to. And it's really powerful. It's absolutely amazing. Um, I learned this from Pete Vargas. He had the Adv Advance Your Reach workshop a couple of weeks ago, and it, it was very powerful. And I just, just can't wait to apply it to my own story and see where it goes. Because I think one of the issues that I've had, sure, I'm my own audience, and I like a lot of different things. At least I can focus on creating the solutions based on what I like or what I want to do but then when it comes down to 
creating a speech on and picking what story should I pick to tell the world why I'm doing this. Well, there's a lot of dis different stories and I, I need to go back to my Magnetic Entrepreneur channel, my a Magnetic Entrepreneur story and see what is going on over there. Anyhow, um, that's all I've got for now. Again, there's there's always a lot of things going on in my head and I try to sort it and try to focus on one thing at a time so we can get it out the park, but sometimes it doesn't happen that way. So hopefully um, there was some value that you got off from here. If you're interested in um, getting access to this awesome guide on how to create massive content for your social media and then how to publish this content to social media without spending time daily on um, Instagram I mean you will be on Instagram commenting and getting you know replying to people who would comment on your post but again um, uh, drop an email or, or go to hacksandhobbies.com and subscribe to the newsletter so then you can get access to this freebie when, as soon as it is available. Um, that's it for now. Thank you so much for taking the time and listening to this episode. If you have any questions, if you have any um, thing that you want to share, please reach out. I love to hear your ideas. And um love to break down more things into smaller pieces, digestible ones, put stuff in layman terms, and um, yeah. I want to give a shout out to Sophia. Her birthday was on 11-22, and I hope that she had an awesome, awesome birthday. If you're listening, Sophia... Have an awesome day today on Monday. Friendsgiving, friend. Shout out to Shamira, who helped me get out of the northeast of D.C. and back into the main D.C. area. Anyhow, hope you had an amazing Friendsgiving with your friends. Enjoy the rest of the year and an amazing 2020. And that's a wrap for this Mindfulness Meditation Monday episode. Guys, I really hope that you enjoyed listening to this episode. It is again an experiment. Everything is an experiment till you figure out what's really working. Now, I know the interviews are working. I'm bringing a ton of value to you guys by talking to these experts on how they brought their full-time how they brought their side hustle into a full-time gig i mean get out of here who else wouldn't want to do that so yeah check out these episodes there's a lot of value and if you want to reach out to any one of these guys feel free you know i've got the contacts information on each of the episodes uh, descriptions you can also reach out to me and ask me hey how can i get in touch with this guest that I just listened to. 
she was awesome or he was awesome. They've got a ton of information that I can totally use right now. All right, that's it for now. Make sure to hit that subscribe button on your favorite podcast app. And please send a review over on your podcast app to let me know that I'm doing good, bad, or whatever. Anyways, thanks again. Adios.